What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and I'm speaking today with Danny Leonard. We're moving forward with an entrepreneur and founder of Optimum Internet Marketing, a firm dedicated to growing businesses through SEO, social media management, and brand building. How are you today, Danny? I'm good. How about yourself? Uh, doing fantastic. Now, you and I connected on Twitter. You reached out to me, and uh, you're doing some impressive stuff. I mean, first of all, Danny, I want to share with our listeners, how old are you? I'm 19 years old. I don't know what it is. I'm 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 running across some of the most impressive 19-year-olds out I there. I did. I watched one of your interviews with a 19-year-old as well. It was very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mark Guberti, Deborah O'Leary. I mean, I don't know. Is there something in the water, Danny, that's just bringing out this incredible uh, ambition and inspiration in you? Um, yeah, I, I think I, – let me just say I think it's definitely this generation is more creative than yeah. what we've come to see. Definitely. Uh, in the past, I think this generation gets a lot of bad rap for, you know, we're the millennials, um, you know, in our parents' basements and stuff like that. But I've come across a lot of creative minds and a lot of very fearless and ambitious kids Absolutely. younger than me. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's, it's amazing to me. But Danny, tell us a little bit about your background and share a little bit of your story. Okay, so... Um, you know, 19 years old. Um, I've always really thought differently from a lot of my peers in class. Um, did not have the best grades. I will be the first one to admit that. Mm -hmm. I'm more of that. You know, they, that's why I relate so much to Gary Vaynerchuk because yeah, he yeah. always says I had the 2.3, and I'm like, oh well, I did better than Gary V in school. <laughs> not by much. You, you got a leg up. You got a leg up. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> absolutely, that's cool. So, I mean, I, and that's what you're proving. I mean, you you've started a uh, company, basically. I mean, and you're you're proving that you don't have to have the best grades to be an entrepreneur. So, talk a little bit about that. I mean, you you went through school. I mean, is entrepreneurship something that you've always been interested in is it something that's always been in your blood is it in your family i mean where did that spark come from it is not in my family that's the craziest part my mom did start a very successful company in, i believe it was the early 2000s mm -hmm. um but that's really it um it, it was never entrepreneurship itself was never always in my mind it was always thinking differently when people went right i was like well i'm gonna go left because it would uh, make people yeah. mad i was always that that kid and my teachers knew I was pretty intelligent because I could adapt very quickly, which I think adaptation is the key, one of the biggest keys Absolutely. to life. You hear that in the military all the time, adaptation, you know, think on the fly. Um, and I think that was really big for me because I, I, you know, I did play sports and I had to adapt really quickly. I was one of the smaller kids, but I had to hold my own um, and I held it very well. Um, but yeah, going back to school, when it comes to entrepreneurship, the thing I have a problem with is they teach you to, the rules in between the lines. Mm -hmm. like, you have to follow in between the lines. And entrepreneurship is the as opposite as possible yeah. of that, yeah. in my opinion, and in a lot of other people's opinions. I, I don't think it's necessary. Um, obviously, if you're going to go into a certain kind of entrepreneurship like – um, SpaceX, Elon Musk was a little bit different because I read that he actually didn't go to class. He actually read everything through learning about space travel and all that stuff. He didn't go to a class, but you know, most people, I know a lot of people who, you know, been to college and are extremely successful entrepreneurs yeah. who are very gifted, very intelligent. You know, Mark Zuckerberg went to Harvard. 
Um, so obviously he's pretty good at school and he's obviously a very successful entrepreneur. Um, but with the people that I've come across in my life personally, I, I think the majority of them are against school, not against it, but prefer not to prefer to go on their own endeavors and love the challenge of this isn't a path that's been walked before. This is not a paved path. Um, and they love that and they love that challenge. And so do I, that's what really hooked me was the challenge of it, that no one's done it before. Even in my family, no one's done it to the extent of they're going to put it all on the line in entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I thought, well, I would love to be the first one. And I'd love to show my my you know, friends and my family that, hey, it's possible no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I've got to ask you, Danny. So how did, your, how did your folks, how did your family react when they learned that this was the path that you wanted to take? <laughs> That's funny. Um, my dad was actually all for it. Um, he his motto is hey if you're you know if you're making money why would you stop yeah. you know obviously if it's ethical obviously mm-hmm. um and what I'm doing is this I lo- what I love about this business what I stress to my team all the time is yeah our goal we have goals written on the board hey let's close eight clients but it's really not just hey let's close eight clients let's make this certain amount of money but it's a you help these eight people yeah. Yeah. you change eight lives and you actually change more lives because these people have wives and husbands and kids and you increase their own income. Yeah. You increase their businesses that they went all out for. And I love working with people like that. I've worked with people, clients who are fairly ambitious and I've worked with clients that put it all on the line for me and it's meant the you know, the world to me and my team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talk about that, Danny. I mean, building a team. I mean, how did you assemble the team that you're working with now? I mean, was this, uh, did this come organically? Did you have friends who were sort of aligned in the same path that you were? I mean, talk about building a team. And I think that's an important concept for moving forward listeners. Yeah. Um, I believe teamwork is, is everything. I can't build this company myself. Um, it's as simple as that. So I knew I had to get great people on my team. That's how the best companies are formed. Um, and one of my best friends named Caesar, um, I, I threw the idea at him and he was like, let's do it all. Yeah. Like he was one of those great people who I admire very much. Um, one of the most ambitious of my friends, probably the most ambitious of all, all my close group of friends. Right. So I immediately went to him and me and him were in the early stages of starting up. Um, I've done a lot of social media marketing, but I've never done it to a certain degree that I felt like my potentials reach. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not at my potential. Let me say that not even close. Um, and I started to, you know, dig deep, and he did, and he said he made a really good point. He said, "Let's get another person, so it's not just me and you, because the, you know, another great person doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it's better. Yeah, um, it's that simple." And I was actually on YouTube. Uh, this is a crazy story. Oh, I love um, crazy stories. You got to share it. <laughs> I was on YouTube, and this guy uh, who I watched uh, posted, "Hey, if you are in the same area and you're starting a social media marketing company, put your." Um, uh, like your city that you live in. And I put Raleigh, North Carolina. Some kid responded to me. I emailed him and he's now currently my uh, third business oh, owner. My, see, it was absolutely amazing. I love that. You know, because one of the things that that story illustrates, Danny, and I've talked about this on Moving Forward and with other guests, is that if you want to build a path, if you want to build a career, whether or not you become an entrepreneur or even if you want to go in a traditional path, landing your dream vocation, you've got to think outside the box. And you know what I love about that is that you started something with your friend and that someone else, you know, someone else connected with you through YouTube. And, and, you know, that is what's cool. It's not like someone sent you a PDF resume, eight and a half by 11 with bullet points on it. They reached out to you to through YouTube, which I think is such a cool, cool channel. And it's a great story to show that there are many different ways you can connect with incredible people. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. The internet is 
immensely powerful. Yeah. Well, Danny, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial path, because as you know, I mean, it's it's not an easy path to choose. It's a calling for many of us. And you're you started out young. I mean, you had this this idea and this ambition and you're you're growing a company now. So there can be challenges with that. It's not an easy path. And I was wondering if you could share with our listeners, has there been any bumps in the road for you? I mean, do you want to share any setbacks or failures that you might have faced in that journey so far? Um, I would say with starting this company, the hardest thing I had to do wasn't leading myself. Um, It was teaching other people the art of sales Mm. and leading them to their potential. Yeah. I've done sales for a really long time. I used to do door-to-door sales. That's how I got intru- introduced to the entrepreneurship. Nice. And I think I knocked on fifty to sixty thousand dollars, thousand doors. It's terrible. Yeah. Hot summer in North Carolina. It's insane. Well, that's a uh, true I, test of whether or not this is for you. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and one of my team members. Let me just say this. One of my team members is from that those days. His name is Josh. Uh, so I know he's got it. Um, but yeah, building a team and teaching them and it's tough. It's really tough because we are 19 and 20 and 18 and I would, most of us just want to go to college and have fun. You know, it's hard to find those certain people that, you know, want to be great at this early age and not just have fun for four years. Right. That was the hardest thing that we've done and we're, we're still doing it. Yeah. I was just on a phone call with my business partner about two more recruits. And it's such a delicate process because you don't want to throw anyone in there who isn't ready, and you also don't want to throw anyone in there who really is just has a, a smoke screen across their face in an interview, and then next thing you know, they're the worst. Yeah. Not just bad, not bad people, but just they they threw out this certain uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type thing. Yeah. They're the complete well, opposite. So, person. Danny, what is your approach? I mean, share with that with our listeners. I mean, that could be a tough one. I think it's important. No matter what role you have, everyone's got to have some ability. I think sales is so important. I think being able to communicate your value proposition, super, super important. And so so what are some of the, the lessons that you've learned going through the process of trying to teach someone this? Um, trying to teach someone this? Well, what we do is we actually, we don't throw them into the company anymore. We actually have them in training mm-hmm. for about a month, and uh, my whole family has been in the military, and I, I, I've studied uh, multiple military leaders, Navy SEALs, Army Rangers, and I got this idea that, hey, let's not put them in, quote unquote, like the battle. Let's put them in training and see if they have what it takes even just to get through the training. So when they do go into the, hey, it's time to make some cold calls, or hey, it's time to do some follow-ups for us, or hey, it's time to connect um, with our clients – they're ready, yeah. and there, there's no delay at all. I think a delay in a in a team could destroy everything. Yeah, you're only yeah. you're only as strong as your weakest link. So my goal is to make sure we have no weak links in the entire company. That's a great philosophy. Well, Danny, I mean, talk a little bit about when you started to see things really kind of come together for you. I mean, I know you're still on this journey. You're you're building a company up uh, from the ground up, and you've connected with an incredible team. But, um, you know, what keeps you motivated? And, and I want to switch this question a little bit because you are, you know, you are starting out, you are so young, but you've got a long road ahead of you. I mean, what keeps you motivated day to day? I mean, what keeps you uh, on track? And you talked about some of the distractions of, you know, that people typically may have, you know, a lot of people see going to college as four years of having fun. Other people may see it as 
this is part of my road to entrepreneurship. For you, I mean, what keeps you motivated on a daily basis? Um, multiple things keep me motivated. I, um, in the challenges of entrepreneurship, which we talked about before, I love challenges. Yeah. I think that's the best part, honest to God. The journey, not the, not the, not the end goal, as Gary Vee would always say. And I completely agree with him on that. What also motivates me is, you know, obviously my friends and my family. I heard this one time. Every decision you make right now, no matter your age, will act like actually affects your future family. Yeah. And I heard that years ago, and it didn't really click to me until I was 18. I heard that at like 15, and I was like, oh my goodness, it's so true. Yeah. It's yeah. so true. And it kind of that pushed me a little bit forward. That added more fire uh, into my gut that's already pretty big. Um, and also now I have a team that looks up to me every day. Yeah. They look they look up to me every day saying the big the biggest part I uh trouble I had at the beginning before we even got the team was is this closable? Can we close deals? Mm-hmm. Cuz they want to see I'm not going to be like, "Hey guys, this is this is happening. Let's, let's do it." But I've never closed a deal before. That's not leadership. That's being a boss. There's a big difference. Right. So our deal our our goal as a company was to close 10 total deals back in August. Um and I personally ended up closing my 10 back in June. And I had to do that because I had to set an example for my team and be the leader that I know I am and that I know I can be. So I kind of had to prove myself to that. That was a big motivator. Um, and now I have team now I have team members closing deals. So it's not just me anymore. And it's just amazing effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lead by example. That's, the, that's what I was thinking of. Yes, yeah. sir. Danny, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. Super excited to ask you, Danny. So recommend if you have one. Do you have any particular resources? I know you talked a lot about Gary V. Name uh, a particular resource. It could be a media resource. It could be a book, a blog, a movie, a song, or it could be a travel experience that inspired you to move forward. Um, I would say uh, I mentioned the military. Have you ever heard of extreme ownership? No, please explain for our listeners what that is. Uh, it's, it's extreme, extreme Ownership is by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. They mm-hmm. are ex-Navy SEALs who fought in Iraq, I believe, uh, early 2000s in Baghdad. Uh, no, it was uh, Romandy, I believe. Very tough environment. And they actually um, put their leadership examples of battlefield um, testing mm-hmm. for what they had to go through, and they translate it into CEO and business world. Wow. It is I would recommend that book to anyone on the face of the earth. Oh, Don't have to be in business, anyone. It will lead yourself. It's the reason I started getting up at 5.30 in the morning every day. Wow. I and will definitely have to check that out and put that on the yep, list. So. Absolutely. 100% recommend. That's how I lead my team to this day. And I, my team and I, every Monday at 9 p.m., uh, we have a mandatory call, like an, uh, a self-ownership call just to make sure, hey, are you guys still a part of this team? Yeah. And if not, tell me right now. It's funny because I just started implementing that not too long ago. Two days in the fir- first forty-eight hours of sending that text in the group message that we have, uh, two people quit, mm-hmm. and two of my best friends quit. And you know, I'm still here for them no matter what. And my friend said, "Oh man, two people quit, and they were going to be on his Wilmington branch. Mm-hmm. Um, we are expanding big time to Wilmington." Uh, and I said, "Good man, like." That's just two more people that weren't supposed to be on our team. No big deal. Yeah. Now we get. The, now we have the opportunity to find two more people that are better suited for this job and this opportunity. Uh, you know, everything bad actually has something good in it. Absolutely. Uh, Danny, recommend if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, 
or productivity hack that's been a real game changer for you? Um, I would say the app Crowdfire oh, that's or the app Hootsuite. Yeah. Right. Why don't you break down both for our listeners who may not be familiar with them? Uh, Hootsuite is basically um, like you can schedule posts. So it's perfect if you have 10 clients who constantly want you to post at least once a day. So Sundays, I really set up all those posts for all 10. So during the week, I can focus on maybe getting new clients and helping my team not as much as, oh, it's 3.30, I got to post. Yeah. No, I, I already did that. I'm already ready to go and my clients are already taken care of. Yeah, I've been using Hootsuite for a while. It's fantastic. And share Crowdfire. I mean, that's a great one too. Share uh, what that does with our listeners and any particular best practices you have with it. Crowdfire is perfect for Twitter. That's the, my go-to for Twitter because yeah. um, it has the Twitter growth hacks. Um, it's where you, you can copy followers. So if you type in your favorite entrepreneurs of mine are probably Grant Cardone, Gary V, and you know, maybe Patrick bet David. Um, and then the people three, like people who follow all three of those people, you can follow them. So mm-hmm. they'll most likely follow you back and give you a lot of support. So whether that could be for football, that could be for soccer, anything. I love who I love a, a crowdfire. My favorite is the automatic DM that you can get from right. uh, crowdfire. I did a little experiment before I do this on, do it on my own social media and I did it and I said, Hey, he, thanks for following me. Here's the link to my Facebook. Here's the link to my Instagram and here's my Snapchat and my Facebook blew up yeah. and so did my Snapchat and my Instagram and I was like wow this really works I implemented it on a client not too long ago and we doubled his YouTube views in less than 20 hours wow. that is really really good you gave two for that one so that's awesome yeah <laughs> knocking it out so Danny how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you feel like you're up against the wall where you hit a roadblock the way I de-stress is the opposite of relaxing. I work out. I work out twice a day. Yeah. Um, when I wake up at 5.30, I do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and that kind of jolts my energy. And then later in the day, I do my I, I lift weights, and that de-stresses everything. And yeah. most of my team does that as well, not just from me suggesting it, just from we have college athletes on the team who work out all the time. My, di- you know, Having a good diet will definitely help. Um, but if someone who's not into that, I would say I read a lot. Yeah, a lot. And I, you know, even just taking a day off, yeah. just take a step back. It's okay. It's not a big deal because then you get to go harder the next day. Hey, moving forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Danny, are you ready to do a little time travel? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. I'm going to flip the script a little bit, actually. You're 19 years old. I mean, you've got an incredible future ahead of you. I want you to visit your older self. Usually I ask my guests to visit their past self, but I'm going to ask you to visit yourself, let's say, 20 years from now. And I want you to share with our listeners who you see in 20 years. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, obviously, a very successful uh, CEO who's helped thousands and thousands of people, not just in his companies, but maybe there's an endeavor that I feel I need to, need to go after where it's a disease in the world or maybe just helping with poverty, anything. Obviously, I'm not entirely sure, but it's definitely 20 years down the road, I definitely would have dove very deep into something like that and helped millions and millions of people. 
um, successful CEO who has given jobs to a lot of people. And honestly, I've never said said this before, but I would love to get into politics. Mm, Absolutely love to. Yeah. Um, I was not born in the country, so I unfortunately cannot run for president. I would absolutely love to, um, but maybe a governor. Um, def- I've definitely looked into that a little bit, and I would absolutely love to go into politics and have that pedestal of of more leadership. Yeah. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, and I've already asked you. I've flipped the script on you. I'm gonna do it one more time because this is a really awesome interview. I I love what you're sharing today, Danny. So imagine. Uh, that you do meet your future self. What is one advice that you think your future self would give to you right now? Hmm. I would say, um, that's a tough one. Yeah, I, know. I would <laughs> take, yeah, take a man, couple that... seconds because this is this is like really meta. Like you got to put yourself in the mind of yourself twenty years from now, giving yourself advice today. I want to say something like continue, but I want it to be new advice, and it's that's a tough one. Continue is um, pretty good, though. I think continue. continue not listening to people who don't have what you want. Yeah, that was probably the toughest thing I ever had to do because I, my goal is to be, make a, you know obviously a certain amount of money, raise this much capital, become this CEO, and I don't have that in my life, like right. whether it's in my family or anything. And that was a tough transition to say you know, like this is my path and not yours and stuff like that. And ultimately my family really respected that and they love me for it. Yeah. That's um, fantastic. that was a tough, tough, tough decision. Yeah. And you know that I, I would say that's what he would say is I know it's tough. I know a lot of people doubt you probably 90% family, friends, keep going and it'll it. eventually happen. And I believe it will happen. I Absolutely. did it every day. Hey, you just had a conversation with your future self who confirmed I, it. So I, I think really good advice. Danny, how can our listeners learn all about you and all the great work that you're doing? Um, I would say definitely social media. Um, I have not started a, a blog or anything. I, I was definitely thinking about it, not like about maybe 12 hours ago, um, that I would love to do that. Um, definitely social media. I, I tweet all the time. I, I try to post on Facebook as much as possible. And now I have a fan page on Facebook that I just started. Awesome. And we'll have all of that posted on the write-up. Danny, I'd love to have you close out the show using no more than, let's say, three to five words. What parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? Stay disciplined. I love it. Stay disciplined. Man, you got it down in two. I absolutely love it. So, Danny, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge burst, as well as an incredible visit with your future self and keeping our listeners inspired to move forward. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Moving Forward listeners, remember you could check it out at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at bemovingforward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.